You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone's healthy. Chazal tell us, Benisin Negalu, Benisin Asidin Lihigoyel, which means that this month, and particularly this day that we just celebrated Aleph Nisan, is a day of Geula. In that pasuk that tells us that Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the first month, it's counted as it's counted as the first month. It says Lochem twice in that pasuk. And I was thinking today, what that probably means or possibly means is that the same way we darshan the word Lochem Lokachem. Lochem Bayom Harishon, Priyetzada, that the Dalad Minim have to be yours, you have to be kind of the Dalad Minim. Perhaps what this Pasuk is teaching us is that there's something about this month, and there's something about this month, particularly this, this year in particular, where we have to be kind of this month, we have to acquire the possibilities that exist in this month. We're home, many of us are home all day and all night. Even those who are going out, it's probably for a limited amount of time, which means that we have to decide, and it's not simple, how we're going to use the time. It's something to think about how we are going to acquire this month, to make the most of this month. By the time we reach Pesach, with Hashem's help, we already see the Geula. But until that comes, we have to make the most of our time during this month. It was an elderly man who lived in Muncie for much of his life. As a young boy, he lived in the home of the Chafetz Chaim. And he related that the Chafetz Chaim was always preoccupied with Mashiach. He would speak to a little Hevra on Friday night in his home, and he would always talk about the Mashiach, the coming of the Mashiach. My grandfather, Yosef Weiss, lived in Williamsburg on Hughes Street. And my father always told me, that he used to sit outside. He was a painter by trade, but he would sit outside in front of the house and people would walk by and they'd say, Joe, Joe, what are you sitting there? What are you waiting for? And he would say, I'm waiting for Mashiach. There was once a time where there were groups of people, holy people who would wait for Mashiach. And it could be that we might've lost that a little bit. Maybe we've become jaded a little bit, but it could be that one of the things we're supposed to be thinking about specifically during this time period, Benisin, Negalo, Benisin, is the possibility of the coming of the Mashiach. Just imagine what that would look like. Imagine what that would be. For all of us to move to Eretz Yisrael, build the base HaMikdash, Amalek HaMashiach, serving Hashem, Shechem Echod. Chovetz Chaim is always preoccupied with the Mashiach. Big people think like this. And we have time now to perhaps focus our thoughts on that big possibility and what that would look like and how that would feel and how that would change the world in such a positive way. You know, the Chavetz Chaim was always focused uh, on learning Seder Kachim, on learning Zvachim and Menachos because he felt that the coming of the Mashiach was imminent. When, when there would be a loud bang on the street, he would turn around, he would think that the Mashiach was there. He was always in that mode. <clears throat> it's time to perhaps get our minds, our thoughts into the mode of the Vyasa Mashiach. And as we learn and as we pray, 
during this Zman, when we get to the brachos of Estemach David, we'd say we should pray to Hashem, we're praying, we should pray to Hashem that the ultimate redemption should come. I heard in one of the Shiurim, I think it was from Shraga Kalus, that one of Shimon Schwab was by the Chofetz Chaim. Shimon Schwab spent one Shabbos with the Chofetz Chaim, I believe, and he talked about that uh, experience the rest of his life. And one of the things that uh, the Chavetz Chaim said to Rabbi Shem and Shabbat was Rosh Chodesh. It was Nisan or Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And he said, you know, Mashiach can come anytime. But during Nisan, it's a Suffolk Hashokel. Which means anytime, you know, it's always possible. But during Nisan, it's more possible. It's like a 50-50. Especially during these uh, very difficult times, it's worth, and I think it's Kedai, and I think it's important to put our minds in that space, in that, in that place. As we learn, Especially during this month, the Nisan Egalab, Nisan Asidim Higoel, you try to keep that in mind. Tzipisil Yeshua. We're going to be asked after 120, Tzipisil Yeshua. Tzipisil means to pine for something, to want something. We've mentioned in the Ila, very often I try to say at least every other year, every third year, to give me time to forget that I said it. Hopefully to give the Chevra time to forget a little bit. I say every year or every other year, Hakol Tzafoy, Barashus Nasuna. The Mishnah says, Hakol Tzafoy V'arushus Nesuna. Hakol Tzafoy V'arushus Nesuna means as follows. We usually think it means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees everything. Hakol Tzafoy. Hashem sees everything. Hashem knows exactly what's going to be. And despite that, V'arushus Nesuna, we have a Bechir HaChavshis to decide whether to go left or right, whether to do good or bad. Hashem knows, which means it sounds like it's an inevitability that what's going to happen is going to happen. And yet we have Bechir HaChavshis, which is, of course, a big shaila, a big, uh, big uh, question that all the Jewish philosophers for already a thousand years and more have been dealing with this issue. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows how do we have Bechir We once said Pshat as follows, and I think it's especially important during this time to revisit this idea that uh, we find ourselves literally in a time of Ne'ilah, we're in a time of Yom Kippur, a time of Ne'ilah. Even though it's Pesach, we're in a time of Ne'ilah. And in Yitz Hashem, we plan to give a Shabbos Hagaldod Russia. I think it's going to be more like a Shabbos Shuvah Russia. It's Hakobi Day. Everything's together today. In these times, everything's together. This is Man Shuvah, Zman Tefillah, Zman Tzdaka. So we said in past years, Hakol Tzafoy, Baharashusna Suna means as follows. Hakol Tzafoy. Anybody who wants to accomplish anything has to want it, has to desire it has to look forward to it. If anybody wants to do anything in life, it's going to take a lot of work. You have to want something in order for it to happen. If there's a will, then you're going to push for it. If a person wants to be a doctor and he wants it, he can do it. If a person doesn't want it, there's very little that's going to be accomplished if there's no real sphere, there's no real desire for it to happen. If a person wants to accomplish something, there has to be a sphere, there has to be a desire, a want, a longing for it. Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us Rishus. Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us permission to decide what it is that we want to desire in life. We have that's the, that's up to us. If you, whatever we're going to do, we're going to have to want it. We're going to have to work our, our, our. We have to work very hard on it. We want to accomplish whatever. We're going to have to work very hard. Rishus It's up to us to decide what it is that we're going to put our efforts in. It's that that's up to us. I want to describe what this means at the end of the shir tonight. But now let's begin, let's begin a Gemara and Brachos. 
which is a, um, if you have the brachas, it's fine. If not, we're only going to read a few lines from a Tosfus. We know that, we all know that there's a halacha of tashlumin. If a person forgets, makes a mistake, he forgets Shmon Esrei. So a person forgets Shmon Esrei, so he has to daven two Shmon Esreis in the next davening. A person forgets uh, Shachris, he woke up late, he wasn't well, in the afternoon already he's feeling okay. Well, he just forgot, he was busy at work, and it was, a, it was an accident. A person makes a mistake, he doesn't have a mincha. So the Allah is he davens to Mariv. The person doesn't have a Mariv, he davens to Shachris. The person doesn't have a Shachris, he davens to Minchas. That's what the Gemara says in the Brachas Davchavav. The Telsvas and Davchavav Amidvez, you can open it up, it's a very interesting Telsvas. It quotes a Shita from Rabbeinu Yehuda. Rabbeinu Yehuda was one of the Rishonim. Rabbeinu Yehuda says as follows, Kasa Rabbeinu Yehuda, it's the third line, the top tosses on Davchav Vav Amidbeis, Chav Vav Amidbeis, Kasa Rabbeinu Yehuda Im Ta'a. Person makes a mistake. Below his kir Rosh Chodesh Mincha. Imagine Chevra. I don't want anybody to get excited now, but if you just daven Mincha maybe uh, three hours ago, and only now during this shir do you remember that you're supposed to say Yalav Yavu in the Mincha. You're saying Mincha Rosh Chodesh. You're supposed to say Yalav Yavu, of course, and you. You should remember, you remember by Mariv that you forgot that it was Rosh Chodesh. You didn't say Yalavayava by Rosh Chodesh Mincha. So the question that Rabbi Yehuda is dealing with is, well, usually if you forget Mincha, you daven two Marivs. Let's say you forgot Mincha the Rosh Chodesh. You daven Mincha. You said the Shmon Esrei. You just didn't, you just didn't say the Yalavayava. Kosev Rabbi Yehuda, Imtav lo hiskir Rosh Chodesh b'Mincha. The person forgets, makes a mistake. He doesn't daven. He doesn't. He davens mincha, but he doesn't mention yalav yavah b'mincha. Lo yispalel od belayla. You should not say two maribs. You hear the shita of Rabbi Yehuda. Rosh Chodesh the mincha the Rosh Chodesh. You daven mincha. You forgot yalav yavah. You remember at night, like right now, if I would remember, oi, I daven mincha, but I forgot to say. Then I don't dive in two maribs. You don't dive in two maribs. Now, we know the halacha is if a person forgets mincha, yalavayava b'mincha, if he remembers five minutes later, he davens again. Is that true, by the way? Is that correct? A person forgets mincha de rosh chodesh, if he gets yalavayava b'mincha de rosh chodesh, the halacha is you have to daven another mincha, you daven again. Yet, if you forgot Mincha the Rosh Chodesh and you only remember by Mariv, you don't have in two Shmon Esrei's by Mariv. So the Rebbe Yehuda says as follows, Lama Yispalel Od. Why should you daven again? Harekvar Yispalel. You already daven, called Filas HaMincha, Mibod Yom. You daven the whole Shmon Esrei by Mincha. The only thing is that you forgot Yalav Yavu, Levad Rosh Chodesh. Lo Hizkir Imkein, Eim Ariach Lomim Yachzavi Yispalel, B'Motzar Rosh Chodesh. You're not going to accomplish anything by davening Marv twice. What are you going to do? You're going to daven Marv again? You're not going to say Yalavayavo by Marv anyway by the second Marv. Why? Because it's not Rosh Chodesh anymore. If I forgot Rosh Chodesh, the Mincha, and I didn't say Yalavayavo by Mincha, and I daven two Marivs, I'm not going to say Yalavayavo because the Allah is you daven two, two Marivs without Yalavayavo. You don't daven. Mariv and then Mariv again with Yalav Yavu. You have Mariv without Yalav because it's not Rosh Chodesh anymore. So why dive into Mariv? That's the question. That's the question 
that uh, that's the point that Rabbi Yehuda says. So one more time, Rabbi Yehuda holds. Rabbi Yehuda holds. Rabbi Yehuda holds that if a person forgets Yalavayava b'mincha de Rosh Chodesh, and then he remembers by Marid, he should not dive into Marids. Now, Rabbi Yona disagrees with this psaq. Rabbi Yona says a person forgets Yalavayava b'mincha on Rosh Chodesh, he should dive into Marids. Rabbi Yehuda says you don't repeat Marid, and Rabbi Yona brings down from Rishonim that you do repeat Marid. So Try to figure out tonight what is the machlokas based on. What's the machlokas? What's what's the yisod hamachlokas between these rishonim? And it's explained by Reb Chaim. It's brought down from Reb Chaim, Briskarov, and from many other achronim as well. As follows: When Chazal were misaking, that person should say Chazal were misaking that a person should say Mincha Yalvayavo b'Mincha Yalvayavo b'Shachmes. When Chazal were that a person should say Yalavayavo on Rosh Chodesh. So what did that mean? What does that mean? Did they say that this, without Yalavayavo, it's not a Shmon Esrei? They added Yalavayavo on, on Rosh Chodesh. And if a person were to say Shmon Esrei on Rosh Chodesh without Yalavayavo, so that's like they're missing a whole brach of Shmon Esrei. A person davened Shmon Esrei. And he doesn't, uh, he, he misses the bracha as Tzemach David. You have to daven the whole Shmon Esrei again. It's, it's not a Shmon Esrei. If he, you don't just daven one bracha later. You daven the whole Shmon Esrei. You miss the whole bracha. Yalavayavu is such an integral part to Shmon Esrei that if you miss the Yalavayavu in Shmon Esrei, you have to daven again. You didn't say Shmon Esrei. You, you missed the Shmon, you missed Yalavayavu, you missed the, it's like you didn't say Shmon Esrei. So if that's true, then the halacha would be if a person misses Yalavayavu b'mincha, so he didn't have a mincha on Rosh Chodesh. If you don't have a mincha on Rosh Chodesh, you have a daven two marivs, even if afterwards it's not Rosh Chodesh anymore, because he didn't have a Shmon Esrei, he missed mincha. However, however, if a person, if according to the other mahalach, you can say as follows, when Chazal were misakin to say Yalavayavu on Rosh Chodesh, they didn't say that it's integral part of Shmon Esrei. It's not a fundamental part of Shmon Esrei. What it is, is that the Yalvayavo is an added Hazkara, it's an added mentioning of praising Hashem for giving us this day of the Avrosh Chodesh. Now, Chazal said the right time, and really the only time that you can say this, is in Shmon Esrei. But if a person missed Yalvayavo, we wouldn't say that he didn't chap Shmon Esrei. He didn't Shmon Esrei. He just missed Yalvayavo. So if it's still the Zman of Rosh Chodesh, he should daven again. He can't just say Yalavayavu on his own, on its own, because Yalavayavu has to be said in the context of Shmon Esrei. That's what Chazal Misakin. So if it's still Rosh Chodesh, he should daven Shmon Esrei again. But if it's not Rosh Chodesh anymore, he should not repeat the Shmon Esrei. He shouldn't daven two Maribs. Why should he not daven two Maribs? Very simple. Why should he not daven two Maribs? Because if he davens two Maribs, <clears throat> He davens two marivs. What's it going to accomplish? He already davens. He already davened mincha. He davened mincha. Why did he daven mincha? Because even without the yalavayavo, it's considered a shmon esrei. The only shail is he missed yalavayavo. He missed yalavayavo. Okay, so he'll daven it again. But now, if he's going to daven two marivs, he's not going to say yalavayavo anyway because after Rosh Chodesh there is no yalavayavo. 
That's Rabbi Yehuda says that you should not repeat a second marriage. Again, Rabbi Yehuda holds that the Yalav Yavo by Mincha on Rosh Chodesh is not an integral part of the Shmon Esrei. It's an added part of Shmon Esrei that we say, and therefore you did Davin Shmon Esrei, you just missed Yalav Yavo. So if you remember at night when you're not going to say Yalav Yavo anyway, there's no reason to repeat the Shmon Esrei. That is the machlokas between Rabbeinu Yehuda and Rabbeinu Yonah in the name of the Rishonim. Let's take it a step further. Imre Yemes was the Ger Rebbe. He was, a, he was the third Ger Rebbe. He was the son of the Sfas Emes. The Sfas Emes was the grandson of the Chedusha Avrim, the, the first Ger Rebbe was uh, one of the great Sadiqim, one of the great Admarim, was a, a son, a, um, a brother-in-law of the Kotzke Rebbe. And uh, he started a chesidus called Ger, or Gur, and in the, so the, 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 the I could, I'm not sure why, why it was or how it was, but Chedush Yerim lost, I think, all of his children in his lifetime, Rahman al-Litzlan. So the grandson, the Svasemes, he was the one that became the, the second Rebbe. It wasn't one of the sons of the Chedush Yerim. All his children had passed away. So the grandson became the Rebbe. And the Svasemes' son, that was, his name was the Imre Emes, Yisrael Meir Migbor, Imre Yemes lived in the 1900s, right? 1900s. There was another Rav or Rebbe at the time of the Imre Yemes. His name was the, the Kajli Gavarov, of Ayatzvi Frommer. He was known most famously for the Svarim that he writes, Eretzvi. He was also after of Meir Shapiro, who was the founder in Rosh Hashiva of the Chachmei Lublin Yeshiva. After he passed away at a young age, so the, um, the, the Kajli Gavar became the Rosh Hashiva of Chachmei Lublin. And then he was killed by the Nazis, Yimach Shemam V'Zichram. Imre Yemes sent the following Shailah, Imre Yemes sent the following Shailah to the Eretz Tzvi. The Gera Rebbe sent the following Shailah to the Eretz Tzvi, to the Kajlugava Rebbe. He wanted to know as follows, on Rosh Chodesh, imagine a person's davening, last night you were going to daven Mar of Rosh Chodesh. <coughs> he wanted to catch an early minion because you're going to a wedding of course, Mitz Hashem Tzum will continue to go to weddings and we're going to Minyan and Mitz Hashem. But imagine you want to chop an early Mariv. So a person davening Mariv, he davens early. Sometimes you're allowed, we daven early, we daven after Plaga Mincha. Still, you look outside Plaga Mincha, it's like 5.30 outside. It's still bright outside. The halacha is you can daven Mariv early. Imriyamis wanted to know if you daven Mariv early, but it's the Mariv of Rosh Chodesh, but, you know, if you'd wait till 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, it'd be Rosh Chodesh already, and you'd have the Mariv early, would you add Yalav Yavu into that Mariv? Everybody hear the question? If you'd have the Mariv the Rosh Chodesh early, you'd have the Mariv the Rosh Chodesh early, before nightfall, before Shia, would you say Yalav Yavu in that Mariv? That's the question the Imre Yemes asked the Eretz Svi. If you take a look at it, you can pull it down from HebrewBooks.org, pull down an Eretz Svi, Simen Chafei, Simen Chavav. You'll see the question that the Imriyamas, he quotes the Rebbe from Greer, asked me the following question. Can you, should you say Yalav Yavah when you daven Marav the Rosh Chodesh early? So the, Imri, so the Imriyamas wrote that he thought, he thought that you did not say Yalav Yavah in the early Marav of Rosh Chodesh. Anybody have any thoughts on this? Anybody remember what they did? I'm sure there, there have been times when you have a Marev of Rosh Chodesh early for whatever reason. It's, uh, it's not Shkia yet. It's, uh, and 
45 minutes before Shia, it's still light outside, you're Davin Marav early. So you find that you would say Rosh Chodesh in the early Mariv of Rosh Chodesh. Imri Amis thought you don't say Mariv, you don't say Yalav Yavu in that Mariv. Why? See, because of Shalah, Magan Avram in Hilchos Rosh Chodesh quotes from the Shalah as follows. The Shalah writes, what happens in the following situation? Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos. You're eating Shalosh Shudis, and the Shalosh Shudis goes an hour into the night. So now it's way after Shabbos is over. It's 10 o'clock at night. You're just now benching for your meal that you had, the Shalosh Shudis, which was a meal that was both Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. So the questions that we have, now it's Chol, way after uh, Shabbos is over. Of course, you didn't make Havdalah yet. So would you say say, and would you say Yalav That's the question. So Josh is putting up the saying, I think what two fingers up means that you would say both. That's what I, I read it right. I read it right. You'd say both. That is the way we paskin. The Shalom brings down that you only say say, you do not say Yalav Why? Why do you only say say not Yalav So he says, there's such a thing called Tosefes, for Shabbos. There's such a thing called Tosefes Yomtiv. There is no such thing as Tosefes Rosh Chodesh. There's no, there's no Tosefes for Rosh Chodesh. Tosefes Shabbos, yes, you can take Shabbos early and you can, and you can make, you can end Shabbos late. You can start Yomtiv early, you can end Yomtiv late. There is no idea, there's no concept of starting Rosh Chodesh early there's no idea of ending Rosh Chodesh late. Rosh Chodesh is the day of Rosh Chodesh, not more and not less. That's what the Shalom says. So based on that Shalom, so the Imri Emes says, therefore, when you dive in Mariv early on Mariv the Rosh Chodesh, you should not say Yalav Yavu in that Mariv. Now the truth is, Josh is, Rabbi, Rabbi Josh is correct. We Paskin, you say both. Not because we necessarily disagree with the Shalom, but because we usually assume that whether you say Ritzay or Yalav Yavu goes by the Hatcholos HaSeuda. And since the beginning of your Suda, when you washed and you sat down to eat, so when you washed and sat down to eat, it was Shabbos, it was Rosh Chodesh. So even if you went three hours later, it goes by the Hatcholos, it goes by the Meikara, it goes by the beginning. This, by the way, goes back to the shir that we gave on Rav and Shmuel. Rav says we go by the Hatchala and Shmuel says we go by the Sof. We're not going to repeat that now, but I'm sure you will remember what we're talking about. So therefore, if you go by the Hatchala, therefore you'd say Rosh Chodesh Yalav Yavu, and you'd say Ritzay. However, the idea is important to understand. The idea of Tosefes applies to Tosefes Shabbos. We can expand Shabbos. We can expand Yom Tif, We can expand Yom Kippur. Rosh Chodesh is what it is. The Eretz Tzvi the Kajlagova writes, he thinks that the Imri Emes is not correct. He thinks the Imri Emes, he says, if the Imri Emes was right, that you were not going to say Yalav Yavu if you daven Marav early, then you wouldn't be allowed to daven Marav early on Rosh Chodesh. But since it's a chiyav to say Yalav Yavu, if you'd miss the Yalav Yavu, you'd have to wait till later to say the Shmon Esrei. But there's other reasons as well why the Eretz Tzvi says that you actually do say the Yalav Yavu you do say the Yalav Yavu in the early matter of the Rosh Chodesh. You do say the Yalav Yavu. So the Zemach is the Eretz Tzvi and the Irmei Yemes. 
person Davin's mar of the Rosh Chodesh early? Does he say it? Does he say the Yalav Yava or not? I saw quoted, and then I saw inside Rav Moshe Sturmbach, the author of the Modim Uzmanim. He in addition writes Svarim called very popular Svarim called Chuvas Vahanhagos, and in Chuvas Vahanhagos he writes as follows: the Machlokes between the Imre Yemes and the Eretz Tzvi is totally on the Machlokes Rabbeinu Yehuda and the Rabbeinu Yona that we mentioned before. We wanted to know. When Chazal were misakin that you say Yalav Yavo in Shmon Esrei of Rosh Chodesh, were they saying that without the Yalav Yavo, it's Nishkin Shmon Esrei. It's not a Shmon Esrei. It's like missing a bracha. And therefore, the Chobos Van Hagas writes, the person Davin Marv the Rosh Chodesh early, Sof Kosof, that's Marv the Rosh Chodesh. That's the Marv that is, that's counting for the day of Rosh Chodesh. And even if he's saying it early, if you miss the Yalav Yavo, you don't say the Yalav Yavo. So it's not a Mariv. It's a Mariv. And therefore he would hold. You'd have to say the Mariv the Rosh Chodesh. You'd say the Yalav Yavo, even if you dive in Mariv the Rosh Chodesh early. However, if you hold that you don't, if you hold that the Yalav Yavo is not integral to the Shmon Esrei. It's not fundamental to the Shmon Esrei. It's an add-on to the Shmon Esrei. Okay, if it's only an add-on to the Shmon Esrei, and by the way, that's why, if you forgot Rosh Chodesh did Mincha Yalav Yavo, you would not say two Marivs after Rosh Chodesh because the whole Yalav Yavo is only an add-on. Shmon Esrei, you The only Shaila is, how do you make up the Yalav Yavo? But after Rosh Chodesh, you can't make up the Yalav Yavo anyway. Therefore, you don't repeat a double Mariv. So if you hold that the Yalav Yavo was only an add-on to the Shmon Esrei, so then, if it's only an add-on, and you're davening Marav of Rosh Chodesh early, then you'd be able to say the Marav without the Yalav because you can only add on the Yalav on, on Rosh Chodesh. If it's not Rosh Chodesh, there's no reason to add it on. So the Ravosh Sternbach, he, he put the two Machlokasim together. He said the Machlokas Imre Yemes, and the Kajlik over the Gerer Rebbe. And the Kajlik over Rebbe is totally in the Machlokas we showed him that we saw before on that's, it's very interesting. You know, sometimes things work like this. You know, you hear a certain uh, idea and then you happen to, you happen to, you know, you happen to three, three times in the next, the next day you hear the same idea. You hear the same idea. So yesterday I was discussing this Indian with one of, of the Chavrusa of mine. And then uh, it was probably five minutes later, I went into the yeshivaworld.com to look at the news. And Rabbi Yair Hoffman, who I've never met, but he writes nice divrei Torah, he's from the five towns. And he happens to, yesterday, when I was discussing this idea with the Chavrusa, he, he, he mentions this entire Machlokas, the Imrayamez, with the Kajligava and the whole story. So I guess um, we were having to, uh, to talk about the same thing at the same time. But I want to add one very important, what I think a very beautiful idea I hope can inspire us this Rosh Chodesh to uh, to focus on the Hachodesh Hazel Lochem. It's a Chodesh for you. It's a Chodesh for us. It's a Chodesh for us to be Kone. We have to be Kone the Dalad Minim. The Dalad Minim, it's not enough for us to borrow the Dalad Minim. We have to become owners of the Dalad Minim. We have to become owners of this Chodesh. We have to become owners of this month. This is a big month. We have tremendous opportunities during this month. It's a very tense time. It's an anxiety-filled time. But at the same time, it's those moments, as we all know, those difficult moments in life 
when we can grow the most. And that's why it's so special, so special that we're doing this together as a chevra. Now I want to share with you something that's amazingly special. A piece from Rabtzalika going from Lublin. I want you to listen to this absolutely amazing piece. And it's a called Resise Loyla from Rabtzalik, from the Kayin HaGadol. Resise Loyla Oishes, look it up, please. If you don't have it, text me, or maybe I'll put it on the WhatsApp. I'll put a copy, I'll put a, a, a shot of the Resise Loyla Oishes. It's really a few lines. It's a long piece, but the point is to see a few lines. He asks his followers the way I'm going to can say it in my own words if I have permission. He says as follows. The Yomtev of Rosh Chodesh, the Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh, is fundamentally different than the Kedusha of every other Yomtev that we have. We're just coming off of HaChodesh HaZelochem. We're coming off of Aleph the Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Which, of course, is the Rosh Chodesh of all the Rosh Chodesh. Because it's the Rosh, it's the, it's the first of the month, so the Rosh Chodesh of Rosh Chodesh Nisan it's a Rishon Hilochem Lechad Sheyashana. Rav Tzaddik writes as follows. Every other Yom Tiv, Pesach and Shavuos and Sukkot and Purim and Chanukah, the goal of those Yom Tovim is to draw from the Kedusha of the past into the present. It says by Pesach, we were at Kriyas Yom Tiv and everybody saw very clearly what was right in front of us. Rosa Shifcha Shebayam. We saw those great miracles at Priyas Yamsuf. We're drawing from the past into the present. The Kedusha of Pesach, we're drawing into the present. The Kedusha and the Bitachon of Sukkis, we're drawing into the present. The miracles of Hanukkah, we're drawing into the present. And the, the Hester Potim and then the Nisim Nistarim, we're drawing into the present. And the Yomtev of Shavuos were drawing Kabbalah's HaTorah into our present moment. But Rabbi explains that Rosh Chodesh, we haven't yet experienced the Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh yet. The Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh is a future. It hasn't happened yet. We don't know what it means, Rosh Chodesh. This Chadshus that's going to take place in Mietz Hashem soon with the coming of the Mashiach, he will show us, he will teach us, he will express to us it will be Megala, the Rabbanish will be Mizgat, the Shechino will be Nigla to us in a way that we haven't yet experienced. Pesach and Shavuos and Sukkot and Chanukah and Purim Yom Kippur are all things, are all events that took place in the past. And the Avoda of those Yom Tovim is to draw from the past into the present. But the Avoda of Rosh Chodesh is to draw and to imagine and to believe about the future. What's going to be in the future? What's in store for us? What's in store for us with the B.S. Gold Tzedek? What that means? What does it mean, the coming of the Mashiach? What does it mean, the building of the third base Hamidrash? What does that mean? We try to imagine how great that's going to be and draw from the future into the present. Till now, we've been drawing from the past into the present. Now we're going to draw from the, Rosh Chodesh says, I know, it's a step further. You have to draw from the future into the present. We haven't yet experienced it. We can only imagine it. All we can say is a halal de Rosh Chodesh. We have to say it half halal because we don't know fully what it is yet. Full halal you say when you experience the miracle. Rosh Chodesh, we, it's his schachus that 
We're all dreaming about. We're hoping for. Can't wait to get back together and then to greet the Mashiach. This galus that's going to take place in the Osid. That this galus of the future also has a Roshem in the present. I'll read for you the line, the beautiful line of Reb Tzaddik. He writes, Kimoshe Kedusha Shahaya Ba'avar. Just like the Kedusha that we experienced in the past is Nikba, is rooted for all generations. So too, there's a Roshim that hasn't happened yet, but that also we can taste already in the present. We can start to taste what the future is going to be. We're all dreaming about getting out of the house and seeing each other again in person. That's the dream. The dream is getting back to shul. The dream is diving with a minion. The dream is having the chevret together again, to learning how matara barabim, to davening barabim. That's the dream. But once you're dreaming, we should dream big. Why just dream about that? About Gareki? Let's dream that the whole kehila, that our entire community moves to Eretz Yisrael with the coming of the Mashiach. That's a future. Once we're dreaming, we should dream big. We should pray big. Once we're praying, let's pray big. We ask our Kaddish open up our hearts to understand the Torah. What does it mean to understand the Torah? To understand the Torah HaMashiach. We've talked about the Torah HaMashiach. We don't know what that means. The Torah HaNister. The Torah that's being opened up. The Torah HaChsidus. The Torah HaNister. It says, To imagine what it is when Mashiach comes and he shows us what our Chelek in Torah is. What each person's Chelek in Torah is. If we're dreaming, we should dream big. We should imagine big. We should imagine what it will be. We're going to dream about us getting together. That's beautiful, and I can't wait for that. I can't wait. We all can't wait for that. Mitz Hashem, this will end soon. Not just Mitz Hashem, this will end soon. Not just with us coming together as a Hebrew again, but this will end soon. Rosh Chodesh Nisan, HaChodesh HaZalochem. Let's do our part. Mitz Hashem, we should be Zoycha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should bless us. Those who need a refuah shalema should have a refuah shalema. And those who are healthy should stay healthy. And with Hashem's help, we should be zoicha to greet the coming of the Mashiach. And all that future excitement that we're dreaming about, that Jews have been dreaming about for centuries, for, for, for millennia, should come true in our time. Amen v'yamenu. Amen v'yamenu. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.